wonderful people. Okay, so kind of a big deal. I am actually recording this episode in my apartment bedroom. Isn't that crazy? It's really not even that crazy. Like, I feel like this is just, I don't even feel like it's literally just the normal thing to do. But like I told you guys in last week's episode, I live in an apartment where the walls are very thin, where you can hear everything going on, no matter what room you're in, in the apartment. And it's just not the biggest in general. And so it's kind of hard to record episodes in here because if my roommates are home and they're like even cooking something in the kitchen, you can hear it in my room, which is down the hall. So it's kind of a hard situation. And I wasn't even sure if I was going to record here today because I didn't want like echoing noises or whatever, but my roommates aren't home. I love you guys so much, but they're not home. So it's kind of easier for me because I don't have to worry about being too loud or have them have to like stop whatever they're doing and be silent just for me to record an episode. So it's really nice to just sit in my room at my desk and record this episode. So all that being said, hello you guys and welcome back to Soul Seeker. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you're listening. I got so much good feedback from my episode last week, which was honestly so unexpected because it was just, I felt personally like it was just the most rambly episode ever. Like I didn't really go into it with a clear idea of what I was even going to talk about. I kind of just went down to my car. If you, if you know, you know, I went down to my car and I just like pressed record. I didn't even know where I was going with it. And so it was kind of scary to upload it because I literally, this is how I edit. I literally edit as I go and I don't ever listen to the episode again. So I just like hope for the best. And so I really couldn't even remember. I mean, I remember what I talked about, but didn't like know 100% because usually I go into it with at least like a little bit of an idea what I'm doing. But this time I just went into it and I just talked and I spoke from the soul. And a lot of you guys messaged me and said you really liked it, which made me feel so good. And it really just made me feel good that you guys feel the same way I do and that you were able to get things out of it or resonate with what I said. And again, I said it in last week's episode. That is just all I care about. I don't need a million listeners or a million downloads or whatever you want to call it. As long as a few people or even one person just get something out of what I have to say, then I feel like my job is done. And it just feels really good to say that and put that out there and then get it in return. So thank you again so much if you reached out to me with good feedback. I love hearing from you guys and it just makes me feel so good about what I'm doing. So again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. So before I get into the episode today, I wanted to talk to you guys really quick about, this sounds like I'm about to do an ad, but I promise I'm not. I literally don't make money off the podcast, but I wanted to talk to you guys because I was just talking about this with my friend today and we have been seeing, and like I have known this for a very long time, I've been seeing the number 111 or 1111, like I've been seeing it all the time constantly and this has been happening to me for like a year and a half, like For a while now, I've noticed like, okay, I always see this number. I literally don't try to check my phone at 11.11, but I always do somehow. Like 11.11 a.m. and 11.11 p.m., somehow I always check my phone at that time or I see it on my computer or on the clock in the kitchen. Like literally whatever I'm doing, I always see it. And same with 1.11 or like the number 11 at the end of the time. It's just so weird how I'm always seeing that number everywhere. And it's like, you only have 59 minutes in an hour. So it's like the chance that I see 11 every time, not every time, but a lot of the time is just so crazy to me. And so being the person that I am, I looked it up online to see what it means. And 
this website. It's called souldiscoveryacademy.com. I don't know how reliable it is, but it's just the first thing that came up and it sounded really cool. So I'm just going to run with that. But it says one one or one 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 or one 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 one, whatever you want to call it, is a manifestation number. It means you're in a moment where you can create for your life. So be sure your thoughts are very positive. It is a sign of new beginnings and activating your unique creative abilities. It's the universe saying, go for it. Guys, that is exactly what I've been needing to hear lately. It's so crazy because I've been telling my mom and my family and like my friends that I don't know what it is, but I feel like there's this big life change about to happen for me. And I think I was trying really hard to make it happen for myself, like because I can feel this change approaching and I don't know what it is. And so I think I was trying to like figure out my career path. I was like, okay, maybe it's my career path. Like maybe I need to figure out what my new job is and then I'll feel like that's the change I needed. Or maybe I need to do this or that. I don't know. And then I was like, okay, well lately I've been feeling like maybe I need to move somewhere new. Like it just kind of came on and on my mind. I don't know. And the thing though, is that like, I want this to be very organic change. Like I don't want to feel like it's forced. I want it to just feel like the universe is pulling and pushing me in the right direction. I also believe in God, but I think God and the universe work hand in hand together. And so I just think that there's a big change that's about to happen in my life and I feel it on my heart, but I don't know what it is. And so just to hear that, like even if you don't believe in the universe or like manifestation or spirituality, whatever you want to call it, like even if you don't believe in that, I do. And I just thought it was really cool to hear that. And again, like I said, like I kind of think God and the universe work hand in hand. And since I believe in God, it's like, I feel like this has been happening to me and it's a sign. And so I looked it up and then I got this clarity and this like peace that I needed. And so that feels really good to me. And it was just, I don't know. I don't even know why I'm sharing this, but I just felt like it was a really cool moment. And then now that whenever I see one, one or one, one, one or whatever, I can kind of think about that and be like, okay, like the universe is telling me to take all these creative opportunities and abilities and, you know, just go for it and just really manifest the life I want and, you know, take advantage of opportunities and that my guardian angels are watching me and like helping me. And I don't know, it's just a really cool feeling. And so I was really excited to share that with you guys because again, like I said, it just made me feel really, I don't know, validated and like things are working out for me, even if I can't see the big picture right now. It's like I have tunnel vision. It's like I'm in this tunnel right now and I really, really, really want to get to the other side of it and see the amazing thing that's on the other side because I have like just the tiniest glimpse of what it could look like, but I don't know what it is yet. And all I want to do is like run out of this tunnel, but I can't like there's no way for me to run out of this tunnel and I just have to be patient and trust that I will make it to that other side. And I'm not saying other side is in like I'm depressed or sad because I promise I'm not, but it's like the idea of I don't know what's on the other side of this but I know that it's great and I just have to be patient and wait for myself to get there because like I said I know that God and the universe are just leading me in exactly the right direction and so I'm just learning to let go and trust that and just be excited while I'm waiting for the unknown. Okay so that was kind of a tangent but I really wanted to just talk about that because I think it's really cool and exciting and it feels good to get it off my chest and talk about it but I'm going to dive into what today's episode is about. So today we're going to be talking about finding balance which is something that I've been working on in my life in a lot of different aspects. There's not just one aspect that I'm working on finding balance. It's literally my entire life like my relationships, school, exercise, food, literally everything I'm working on finding healthy balance and just kind of reevaluating in all these different aspects of my priorities and things that drain me, things that fulfill me, and how I can balance everything and make sure that I'm really not like letting myself get too drained in any capacity or not, 
you know, neglecting things. I don't know what it may be, but I just need to find more balance in my life. So I think what it all boils down to when trying to find balance in your life and create that really harmonious balance is learning to prioritize yourself and your own needs. And this doesn't mean to start neglecting or ignoring the needs of others because that's so important. And I do think it's so, so, so important to recognize what other people need in certain situations and how you can benefit them and how you can help them and how you can be of service to them. I think that's so important. But I also think it's even maybe just a little bit more important to prioritize yourself and your own needs because when you kind of start to forget what your needs even are, there's no way you can maintain balance in your life because you're so focused on giving and giving and giving yourself to other people and you stop giving to yourself and you stop taking care of yourself. And it also goes vice versa. If you're only focused on yourself and your needs, you will start to you know, neglect the needs of others and ignore what they need. And I think it's really important as humans and to have real deep human connection to understand what others are going through and put yourself in their shoes and look out for what they need and what you can do to help them. I think both sides are very important, but it does come down to prioritizing yourself and your needs and figuring out what those needs are. Because at the end of the day, there's only so much you can do for other people, but you can always help yourself. And if you can, let's say, that you are trying to help a friend who's really, really sad. But if you're dealing with something else that's making you really sad and you're not addressing it because you're so focused on helping your friend, you're not going to be able to be that friend that's 100% giving and 100% listening and understanding of that other friend because you're just you know, ignoring your own problems and you're not even giving them a chance to surface and giving yourself a chance to deal with them because you're just so focused on this other person. And like I said, it is so important to be there for your friends and to be there for the people you care about and be a listening ear to them and be a shoulder to cry on and whatever they need. But if you're really just neglecting yourself and not addressing things in your life that need to be addressed, there's no way you can fully, fully 100% give to others in the capacity that they need you to. I feel like lately I've been talking about some of these topics that are a little bit, I don't know, maybe controversial because I'm such an advocate for, you know, self-care and self-awareness and you're like just being your own best friend, like I said, and just being there for yourself and, you know, knowing who you are and not being afraid to stand up for yourself. But again, it's so important because I truly don't think it's like the saying, you can't pour from an empty cup. You just can't. So that if you're not taking care of yourself and your own needs and your own mental health and your own you know, problems in your life, there's no way that you can pour and give to others because you're just going to be so unfulfilled in your own life and you're just trying to run away from things and help others. And while, again, it's a good thing to help other people, it's so much more important to just be there for yourself and know how to take care of yourself and to find the balance of you know, being that shoulder to cry on, but you also have another shoulder and you can turn and you can just, you know, take care of your own self and you can cry and you can, you know, work through your own problems. I don't even know if that was a good analogy, but I just feel like there's no way that you can just be always, always, always giving to other people in every single aspect and always giving a hundred percent of yourself to other people because that's so draining. It's so draining and it's so unfulfilling. And trust me, I've been there and it's so hard, but you have to learn to prioritize yourself and know what your needs are and then stand up for yourself in a lot of those situations. And I feel like I've reiterated enough that it really is so important to help and see how you can be of service to others and to see what their needs are and how you can help them. But I'm just going to say it one more time. You really cannot pour from an empty cup. So in order to maintain and create this balance in your life, you have to understand what your own personal needs are in any given situation. 
For example, if you're doing really well that day and your friend is struggling because you're doing really well and you've kind of addressed your problems and you've decided that you're okay and you've worked through them, whatever it may be, you can give more to that friend because you've already taken care of yourself and you've already done the work necessary for you. And so then you're able to give more to that other person. It's also just really important to understand that you cannot spread yourself too thin in any aspect of your life because when you start to spread yourself too thin, again, you're not going to be able to give 100% to anything. You're just going to be giving, you know, little bits and pieces of yourself to those, you know, different aspects. But if you want to be able to give more and to be more and to be better in every aspect of your life, you have to understand how to balance the different situations. And then that kind of goes into my next point of, you have to be able to say no to certain things and you also have to be able to say yes to certain things because I think it's really easy to fall into a trap of saying yes too much, but it's also easy to fall into a trap of saying no too much. I think this one has to do a lot with your different personality types because all of us are different. And so for some of us, it may be really easy to say yes to a lot of situations and then it goes back to spreading yourself too thin. If you're saying yes to everything, you're going to eventually run out of energy and out of things to give to everyone. And you're just going to feel very, you know, drained and not emotionally stable. And you're just not going to be able to continue to put yourself out there and put yourself in those situations. And then you have to start just going through this wave of saying no to everything. And that's really hard if you're very used to saying yes to everything and, you know, putting yourself out there for everyone at any given moment. And so then you go from one extreme to the other and that's a really hard thing to grasp. And so it's really important if you're really good at saying yes to everything to practice saying no to things once in a while when you kind of feel yourself starting to go through that dip of, oh no, like my, you know, social battery, as I like to call it, my social battery is running a little bit lower than usual. I probably should say no to something and, you know, put myself first and prioritize my own needs. I also think, and this is kind of how I tend to be sometimes, if you're really good at saying no to things, especially social situations, then you kind of have to start putting yourself out there and saying yes to more things because, you know, I've talked about it a little bit, I think, but I have social anxiety and so I have anxiety in general and don't worry, I don't use this term lightly. I've been diagnosed with general anxiety disorder and it sucks and it's not fun. So if you're in the boat with me, it sucks, but we're getting through it. And so along with that, I do also have social anxiety. And so it's really easy for me to, for example, say no to social situations because I'm scared of putting myself out there and I know that my social battery drains really quickly. But then I start to lose that human connection and I start to lose touch with my relationships and my friends and that's really hard too and so I have to remind myself that okay you know that you're going to get tired or drained whatever you want to call it you know that's how it's going to be but you do have to put yourself out there and kind of push yourself out of your comfort zone and be there for your friends and maintain those relationships and check in on your friends because it's not all about me and I totally understand that and I do want to be there for my friends and I want to be a good listener and a good friend and in order to do that I have to make myself sometimes a little uncomfortable and be in those social situations. So again, it totally goes both ways and you just kind of have to know your personality and know your needs, like I said in the beginning, and then from there you can figure out how to create and maintain balance in your life. And I kind of touched on this already, but it's also really important to find the things in your life that fuel you and the things that drain you because we all have both of those things in our life. And once you recognize each of those aspects of your life, the things that really fulfill you and fuel you and give you the momentum and the energy you need to keep going... And then once you also recognize the things in your life that cause you to feel a lot more drained or tired or low energy, 
then once you recognize both of those things, you can really start to figure out, okay, I know that I'm going to feel this way because of this situation. So now I need to create some balance. So like I said earlier, for me, I know that I get really drained being in a lot of social situations all at once or being with a lot of people or having to be with people I don't know very well. For me, that's really, really draining. But again, I have to remember I need to balance it and I need to maintain relationships and I need to create more friendships and deepen existing relationships. And so I have to say no to certain situations because I'm already feeling too drained to even, you know, see my friends or talk to people. But in other situations, I know that I've been isolated for a little bit too long and I need to get myself out there and I need to talk to my friends and check in with them and stop hiding away from how I'm scared to feel. You know what I mean? So again, it's just really important to pay attention to yourself, pay attention to your thoughts, to your feelings, to things that resonate in your soul, things that feel a little bit more difficult and just, you know, go from there and find out what feels good to you and how it creates balance in your life and how you can best maintain that balance and that harmony and, you know, prevent yourself from spreading yourself too thin or feeling too drained or feeling too overwhelmed, whatever it may be. Ultimately, it's just really important to stay aware of your feelings and stay true to who you are. You have to know, again, the things that fuel you, the people that make you feel good, the things that drain you, and the people that don't make you feel so good. And just stay aware and always be noticing your feelings and noticing your thoughts towards different situations and know when to say no and know when to say yes. And it can be a really hard thing to find, especially when we're so young and all we want to do, well, some of us, is hang out with our friends. And for some of us, all we want to do is stay inside. And it's really hard because both are totally fine options and both are totally okay. They're equally great, but they need to be balanced with each other. Because again, if you're only providing you know, support and help for other people and you're never taking care of yourself, Someday you're going to hit that wall and you're just going to feel so drained and so unfulfilled and so confused with who you are. And if you're only staying with yourself and you're only noticing your thoughts and your own feelings and you're only taking care of yourself and you just start to lose touch of your relationships, then you're going to stop talking to your friends as much and you're going to lose that human connection. And so I keep bringing up a social situation, but it's really important to find balance in every aspect of your life. So I mean, like going to the gym, I think it's really important to go to the gym on the days that you feel really good. And there's going to be days that you kind of have to push yourself to get in the gym, but you know that it's just a mental block and you can get over it. And there's other days where your body is just so tired and you just need that rest day. And so again, this is another situation where it can be really easy to fall into a trap of ignoring how you feel just to get in the gym every single day and you never give your body a rest because that's just as bad as only staying inside and giving your body too many rest days. And honestly, I've been guilty of both. And so now I've learned to kind of listen to my body. I have a goal of trying to get into the gym five or six days a week. And I take those one or two, maybe sometimes three rest days to myself. And I schedule those out. And I kind of think about when is my body going to need that rest day? And I know that I'm going to need those days off. And so I kind of just allow myself to have that space and I take the pressure off of needing to be in the gym every day. But I also know that because my goal is to be in the gym five to six days a week, I will push myself on the days that it's simply a mental block and I know I can get in the gym and be active, but my body and my brain just don't want to. I think I talked a lot about relationships in this episode just because that's where I'm finding lately that I need to create the most balance. But like I said, the gym is another place. Your relationship with food can be another thing. I think with food, it's really easy to fall into a trap of either eating really unhealthy and just eating junk food. And then you're it's really hard to eat healthy once you've only gotten used to junk food and eating whatever you want whenever you want. And 
other way around. It's really easy to only eat healthy food and to get in that really, you know, what's the word? Like that mindset that's so just constricted and you only let yourself eat healthy food and you get so mad at yourself if you eat even one small unhealthy thing. And neither of those mindsets are very healthy because everything in moderation, you have to create balance in your life. For me, I try to eat healthy like 85, 90% of the time. And I give myself that 10% of the time, that 15, maybe 20% of the time to indulge and treat myself when I'm really feeling like it. But I'm not eating, you know, Cheetos every single day. I only eat them when I really, really am craving them. And when I'm like, okay, I've done a really good job eating healthy and now I'm going to reward myself in a sense. And if I have a really bad sweet tooth, I try to have fruit or a smoothie or something like that. That's a healthier way to get sugar. And if my sweet tooth is still persisting, sometimes I'll have some chocolate chips or a little candy or something like that. And then once I satisfy the craving, it's gone. And I realize that I've created the balance in my life of, you know, it's okay to have a tiny piece of chocolate or to have a little bit of candy when you've maintained that balance and you've fueled your body with good food most of the time. And I don't know, there's a lot of different avenues that you could go down with the concept of balance. But for me, those are the top three relationships, the gym and food. And I think that there's so many other things that I could touch on with balance. But I think in our 20s and your third, any at any point in your life, I feel like these tend to be the top three things that people struggle with in creating balance and creating that harmonious lifestyle. And so I don't know. I just really wanted to share my thoughts on that because it's something that I've really, really been working on this last year. And I'm not perfect in any capacity in any means, but I think I've gotten a lot better at understanding what it means to create balance and how you can maintain that balance because it's one thing to create the balance and it's another thing to completely maintain it. And so for me, I've really been working on that this year and, you know, again, prioritizing myself and my needs and understanding what those needs are. And then, you know, realizing when my social battery or my cup is getting a little lower and I need to take some time to myself and refuel and fill my cup back up. And then I can go back and start giving to others again. And I can start putting myself out there more and I can start pushing myself in the gym or, you know, taking those little sweet treats and what whatever it may be. And so I've really been working on it and I think it's something that a lot of us struggle with. And so I just wanted to share my thoughts on it because I just think it's something that's really important to recognize and then work on to make a change in your life. So that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much if you tuned in and if you listened today, I appreciate you more than you know. And again, like I always say, it means the world to me when even just one, two or three or however many people message me and say that the episode really resonated with them and that they got a lot out of it or it changed their attitude about something or it helped them gain a new perspective, whatever it may be that means the world to me and that's why I do this and that's why I get behind the microphone and talk to you guys for 20-25 minutes. Again, thank you so much for listening and I'm so excited to continue chatting with you guys and hearing your thoughts on different things. If you want to stay updated, go follow the Instagram at soulseekerpodcast. It's S-O-L-S-E-E-K-E-R podcast on Instagram. I'm trying to post more consistently on there because it's a little bit hard to post very consistently when I'm only posting episodes twice a month. And so I kind of fall off the wagon with that a little bit, but I'm going to be better. I'm putting it out there and I'm having you guys hold me accountable. So I'm going to be posting on the Instagram more, keeping it cute and asking you guys questions, being more interactive. I don't know. We'll see where it goes, but I really like Instagram because the podcast is a good like auditory outlet for your ears and for you to listen. I don't know, but it's easier for you guys to listen, I guess. And then it's nice to have Instagram as more of like a visual and I can type things out and I don't know, it's kind of nice to have the best of both worlds. So 
follow me on the Instagram if you want to stay connected, updated, whatever you want to call it. And also, if you have a few extra seconds, please remember to rate the show. It's literally if you scroll down to the show name and the show title, and then you scroll down to the stars, you literally just tap the stars and it gives it a rating. And the ratings are really helpful because then it helps other people find the show, which helps me. It helps build our community even stronger and it just makes it a better experience for everyone. And if you also have a few extra, extra seconds, please give the show a review. It really doesn't have to take that long. You can just say like something super simple. You can make it longer, but I love reading them and I think it's so fun that we get to interact that way. And again, it helps people find the show. So if you have some extra time, please rate and review the show and don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already because I release episodes every other Monday. And so with that being said, I'll see you guys in a few weeks. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you later. Bye.